What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Creatography Podcast. Your host, one half of the host, as always, D. Randolph Fizzrels, and my brother from another mother always with me, Thomas D. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Another another podcast, another episode. But today we have another special guest, this guy. Ooh, drum roll. I know, right? I know. We with with this guy, really good friend from back in the day. Um, I know we talked about getting on a podcast a while ago and never made that happen because we also took time off. But we're glad we got you here today. No other than a good friend of ours, Mister Roberto. You probably know him on Instagram as Sab Shot It. How you feeling, bro? Good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Finally, we're making this happen, huh? I know, bro. I, I feel like it's been a couple months, or actually a year in the making, dude. I, I don't know when the last time. About a year, yeah, man. about a year about ago. A year, yeah. Hey, but that year has passed. We here now, man. But let's start off, man. Like, dude, you opened your Instagram account August tenth, two thousand sixteen, when you hopped on the scene, and and that was uh, crazy, right? Research, hey, man. you got to, bro. You got to, <laughs> man. Hey, right? <laughs> you got to, bro. And, and that picture was a picture of I think it was the joker from the batman a dark knight one of those uh type mm. of look like kind of like a meat or whatever bro come on tell me tell me how you got on the scene bro Ooh. tell Remember me about your story bro how'd you come Damn. up why'd you open it on august 10 dude i think i opened up that account let's start off with i was modeling at the time and it was switching to photography and around the time i joined the photography scene it was when um everybody had alias so everybody had their own little character and i'm a huge joker fan huge dark knight fan so what better way to get into the scene with the bozo, the clown mask? So that's how I jumped into it. You know what? So before we before we started talking on the podcast, we're all kind of we're all just kind of talking about like how we all met each other, and it's so funny because dude, you used to shoot with um, what's his name, bro? Like, cause I feel like I remember that night, if not that exact night. I know I met you, uh, dude. It was another photographer. He was a bigger guy. Like chubbier guy, and it was. I have it on my Instagram. Remember that shot where I shot the three clowns? I feel like you were one of them. And then with Shutter and sh- District Vision. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if it was those two, but I feel like I came and I was one of my first probably L.A. street mm-hmm. meet or TFTI or whatever meets. And I'm coming down, and I, you know, I'm new, so I'm like, dude, where is this at? What is this? Blah blah blah. You know, I'm nervous because I'm like, fuck, this is like <laughs> in the back in some warehouses. It's dark. And I think you're one of the first guys who I actually spoke to that night. You and probably District and Shutter, and um, you guys were like, yeah, dude, blah blah blah. But basically, I feel like. We met each other in a in a insta meet. Yeah, yeah, insta meet, bro. You know what? You're actually right. Now you mentioned it. Yeah, it was an insta meet. But that back then, Shutter used to go by as the photo kid. Ah, uh, okay. That's what it was. And then he yeah. switched to the Shutter. Gotcha. That's what it was. But yeah, it was an insta meet. Right? Because I was like, dude, you know, because <laughs> me and Thomas was like, damn, where did I, where did we meet Sab? But then after that, I think you know we continue to see each other at photo meets. Yeah, definitely. From now on, you know, from then on and stuff like that. So. That's pretty cool, man. How long ago was that? Seven, eight years. Yeah, bro, about 2016, right? Yeah, about 2016. No, 20, a little 20, bit longer, dude. A little bit longer? Like 2015. Okay, yeah. yeah. 2015. Man, we've wow. been in the game for a while. That's yeah. a long time, dude. Oh, yeah. That is, bro. We're about to be on the 10-year challenge. <laughs> <laughs> when we started now. Anniversary. Dude, I'm going to have to do some serious work. Cause, See, uh, we, when that we, just gotta, we just got to all do a podcast just trashing our right. old photos. <laughs> Oh, ten, God. Year, 10 years ago versus that decade oh man that's gonna be wild bro because yeah. dude uh you have so 
your work is great, dude. Um, Thomas, before I go into this first question, how'd you meet? How'd you meet? Zach? I have no idea. <laughs> me neither, man. I just saw this. It's crazy, dude. Following me around, shooting, and I was like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> dude, I don't even know. I really, I literally don't know. I, the only my first memory, bro, was when we met up that one night randomly. It was with, with uh, uh, Jesse. Yeah, Just Cause. Yeah, we were, dude. I think I took you guys to that abandoned bus yep. parking lot. Oh, bro. Dude, I, you know what? One so of my favorite fun. pictures of shooting somebody is by you. Really? With I had my Royal Jordan 1s on and he had the mask. Oh, wow. I still have that. Wow. That's one of my favorite pictures that I have that wow. somebody taking a picture of me. Oh, I'm cheesing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was crazy, man. Yeah, that was like, wow, that was one of those like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going, oh, but dude. I'm all for it, bro. And this guy takes us to this creepy, like, you're about to get murdered bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, let me throw this mask on, which it was like that iconic sad mask, mm-hmm. bro, that yeah. clown, whatever whatever it is, bro. Oh, dude, some of my favorite photos, too. Um, and then up, Jesse got up on the top, bro. He had the smoke some, grenades yeah, that day. I remember. Bro. It so was wild. crazy. It was like 11 in the night, and we're like, well, I know this cool spot. There's like abandoned buses. Like, let's just go hit it. It's not there anymore. Nah, they, they took it off. I, I think actually... Cl- like soon after that it i think about like a week or two it was like a week or two it was gone and it was gone and i was like okay yeah yeah but it started at lower grand Mm -hmm. we We started at lower grand Grand. and we moved up that way i remember that that's wild famous the famous famous lower Lower grand Grand. bro (laughs) hey you go down there today dude it's a whole different story Mm -hmm. but i remember that bus that you i I feel like you told me that story uh that night because i was like that's wild because i think like maybe after you guys shot a week or two after they had another meet right there in that mm. little place and they actually had that bus right there so i do remember that spot that's mm. wild man super fun dude you had this one shot where it was like i think it was you you were crouched in front of some puddle of water or something oh, this one right? i love that picture <laughs> this this shot like, you can already picture, picture yeah. if we have video we pop it up on the screen mm. right now right it was uh <laughs> in san pedro in no hill with the vincent thomas bridge in the back I remember, I remember that, that shot, shot, dude. I remember thinking, I got to meet this guy. He Little knows reflection. some stuff I don't know. Yeah. I love that. Right there, because I know um, seeing your shots and stuff from back in the day, that was probably one of your most uh, sh- places that you shot at. Because mm-hmm. I know one of my favorite pictures of you right there, I think you were actually – I don't know if you were sitting on one of the dock, you know, like the wooden, the wooden little things right there. And you were either sitting on there, you're standing, or standing on there, but it was a know. pretty dope, clean photo. And I'm like, dude, I told Thomas after that, I'm like, yo, we got to go down there, bro. So yeah. we definitely uh, stole a couple of your little spots, man. Cause it's all uh, good, yeah, dude. made it look super up. dope, man. It's all good, man. I've <laughs> always crazy. said every picture has been taken. He's got to find a way to do it your, your own way. You know, everything's well, been done true. already. So that's why I never. Yeah, you're right. Never heard that. But never heard it like that. But when you actually yeah. think about it, I mean, it is true. I feel the goal at the end of the day is if I'm inspiring you to not copy me or imitate me, but to push you out there, I did my job. So yeah, I like that. that I like that's that my thing. Yeah, I just never could afford the J's. So I was always, I was always missing. <laughs> <laughs> right. And if I got them, I wasn't putting them anywhere near water. And you know what's that's crazy? Sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I don't care about the water. They're just shoes to me. But that's crazy, dude, because I'm known for my shoes and that clown mask. <laughs> yep. That's how people know me. Facts, yeah. facts. Because when we were talking, you know, when I was doing my research on you, you know, Tom was just telling me you do like fitness, you know, photos and stuff like that, man. But um, tell us how you started, man. Like, what gear and. You know, like, everything like that, bro. Like, what type of photography you started with, bro? Because I know you said you are a model. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't even think about that, bro. Like, yeah, you're a model, but you model under mask, right? And then you turn into a photographer. But, like, 
what camera and all that stuff, bro. Actually, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll start you off with. So I was, yeah, I wasn't a popular kid in high school, but everybody knew me for my J's. So word got around that I had a good collection of J's, and local brands used to hit me up and like, hey, let me offer you a shirt. Post it on Instagram. That's when Instagram was around with the fifteen second videos. Oh shit! I was back in the day when Classic. it was cool. You know, we had the good algorithm going. Classic. But yeah, you know, I was modeling for them for a bit, and I thought it was funny just modeling because I didn't know what I was doing to the point where I started charging that to be a model. Yeah. A little bit after that, I got picked up by Drama to do a winter collection for Young and Reckless to model. So that's one of the pictures that kind of blew me up a little bit in the rooftop scene. That's dope, bro. And I was shooting with Ninth. After that, I teamed up with Shudder, which back then was known as the Photo Kid and District Vision, which I consider my little sensei or big sensei. But... So, yeah, I was modeling. We were doing the rooftop scene. It got a little bit boring after modeling for them. And District, hey, dude, I got an extra camera. I think you got a good eye for this. Like, I'll let you borrow it. And then he ended up selling me. It was a 60D Canon, and I only had a 24 lens. That was it. After that, it was switching to a 50 and then an 85. And after that, it just took off, just started shooting, got comfortable, and became a photographer. Still model here and there, but not like back in the day. That's, yeah, that's how I got started. That's wild. I mean, District is, dude. That's goat. Flowers for District, bro. He's a beast. A beast, man. Mm-hmm. A beast. I mean, we talk about this all the time, T. Like, when do other photographers really let you borrow stuff, bro? Right. Or like, be like, yo, dude, watch him. Like, bro, you got an eye. Let me. I'm gonna let you use this and tell me yeah. how you like it. Tell me, like, you know, like. We talk about that all the time, right? And yeah. it's rare that that happens. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I feel like nowadays people are just, they feel you're going to take a job away from them. So they don't even want to share knowledge with you or try to help you out. So I think that's the generation we're in right now. I feel like everybody's in competition with each other. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that, which, uh, you know, I think people with that mindset are confidently wrong. There's more than enough to go around. And as a matter of fact, like you need team. Like you need people on your team. And, you know, everybody has their different eye, their different flavor, their different skill set. So why not build a team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, any, anything I could refer to Devante, bro, it's it's automatic, you know? Like, I him agree. getting gigs is not me losing. We grow together. Exactly. Vice versa. Facts, facts, bro. Facts. So, so when you – so you say sensei. Mm-hmm. T- talk a little bit about that relationship and learning from him and then when he offers to sell this camera to you. You know, were you, like, going out and – did you learn from him? Did he teach you specific skills or was it more just kind of observing along the way? What was that like? So the relationship I have with District was I met him through Carlos, which is a shutter kid, and he was a photographer. And I had reached out to both of them because I wanted them to model. Well, I wanted to model for them because I want to get those cool pictures. But he knew I had gone to school for graphic design, so he knew I had the editing down, or at least the basics. So when District took me under his wing, it was actually – I'm totally grateful for this because, like I said, nowadays, nobody wants to share any kind of knowledge with you. With him, he sat down and said, no, this is what the ISO does. This is the shutter speed, your Mm. aperture. He sat down, broke down everything with me. There was other days we would go shoot. i show it to him like, all right, try this now. This is what you're going to do with with this. So he really took me under the wing and just step by step by step. And I think that that's the reason why anybody that reaches out to me nowadays it's I'm willing to do what District did for me. So, I, I mean, I was just talking to him yesterday. We have a great relationship. We still talk. We still shoot whenever we get a chance. That's cool. But, you know, it's cool. 
Wow. I'm excited, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. The reason why I'm excited, bro, because I've never heard any other photographer say what we talk about, mm-hmm. right? I've never really heard it like that. Like, you know, I, you know, like when we had, um, when we had Hugo on, you know, and, you know, Hugo gave me flowers and I appreciate that, you know, and I was willing to help him out. But, you know, like you said, I feel like everything is a competition nowadays hmm. and it sucks because we went through those trials and tribulations because, you know, at meets too. Come on, yeah. bro. You know best. Like at meets, some photographers are just dicks, bro. Oh, and like yeah. you said, most competition, bro. But what you just said, dude, was, dude, yeah, I got chills, man, because yeah, <laughs> I, I love it, bro. Yeah. I love it. Nah. There's been so many times late at night, man, I'll edit a photo, I'll send it off to him. I'm like, this guy's probably sleeping. Boom, hits me back. Hey, you change this, do this different, love this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like to have someone in your corner that you know is rooted for you and to have someone who is even like when I got into video, he's who I learned video from. Pretty much everything I've learned about videos from him, Devonta. And like without him in my corner rooting for me, I would have had so little growth in certain areas. And the cool thing is then I can give that back to him in different ways, right? And you know what? I I agree with you because I have the same relationship I do with with District. There's times I would send him a picture and he'd shut it down real quick. Like, Mm. nah, dude, you're better than this. I know you can do better. (laughs) And he would push me. Like, I mean, (laughs) but see, I've always said I'd rather be criticized for my work than to be complimented. Because when I get criticized, I get to learn that little bit to make me better. So he was always pushing me, pushing me, and then before you know it, he's like, nah, dude, it's good. Like, yeah. I, I didn't have to send it to him anymore. But, like, for some reason, I felt like I needed to seek approval from him, him being my sensei. But, you know, like, it's great. I, lo- I love the relationship I have with him. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I almost yeah, like man. That's our relationship. <laughs> that's so dope. Dude, it's such a – it's so interesting because, yeah, like, how often do people give you constructive criticism through social media? It's usually uh, some flame emojis, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's cool and all. And give me a little bit of something to work on, you know, not not every photo is a banger and tell me I that. Agree. Right. Because I'm not going to grow unless someone tells me that. And I'm grateful for this guy for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like you have that. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the best way to re- get a relationship to describe it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, uh, seeking approval, man. Um, I never. I'm not going to lie and say I never, you know, have, you know, sucking or sinking approval. But just to be on the safe side, I know that this guy, whenever I send, and, dude, again, we'll be up to like 2 o'clock in the morning. Remember those meets you get back? He'd be like, I got to upload this real quick. Send it right First over to Thomas. To like, post. hey, bro. Hey, bro. Oh, I hate check this out. <laughs> I hate it. Because we're all shooting the same photo from the crowd. <laughs> and then back then when the feed was all chronological, yeah. you see the same thing for yeah. like 20 posts. Yeah, I know. Dude, <laughs> that is so funny. And it's crazy because it was like, so, you know what? I'm going to just go into this next question because since we're talking about meats, how did you figure out to, like, separate yourself? Like, because you said when you get home, everybody posts, you see them kind of like an order, see the same thing. Did you, like, did you really care about that? Did you just kind of say, fuck it? Like, um, I think after the third meet, third, fourth meet, I decided, you know what, this isn't it for me anymore. I felt like I had already created a group of because I, I used to go to meets to network, meet okay. new people, um, just, you know, to shoot something new. But I felt I needed to separate myself because it was, like I said, it was very repetitive. I felt like everybody rushed home to get a quick edit and throw it up because they could be the first ones. Yeah. And, like, again, I don't mean to bash anyone or anything like that, but it's like when you're rushing your work, it's not there, man. Mm-hmm. You got to take your time. 
I get it. Back in the day, it was like, oh, I was the first to post it. It's my area, my location, my edit. Yeah. Nah, dude. That's when I said, you know what? I got to get away from this. In a way, it's a bit toxic because subconsciously you're rushing to doing that. And I didn't like it. So what would you do? What would you say to yourself? Or what did you do differently to then, you know, go a different path? Um, I think for me, I, I had to take a step back and say, what exactly is it that I want through photography? Or what do I want to be known for? And that's when the alias, the whole Bozo thing came out with mm-hmm. the clown. But it was also, okay, I'm known for my Jordan 1s. Let me make all my pictures about Jordan 1s. That's my niche. So let's figure out a way to do it. Sneakers, but mainly Jordan 1s. And that's how I just, I'm done with the meets. Let's go over here now. Let's try something new. Let's challenge myself. So that's, yeah. that's kind of how it went. You know, it's crazy because um, as you say that, dude, <laughs> I probably still haven't. I mean, I found my niche, right? But I don't post about it, right? Because I'm like, yo, I think what you did, I'm I'm a, I'm a clap for you. I mean, I'm put the clap in here, so you hear the clap. But what I'm what I'm trying to say oh, great. is that now I gotta add a clap. Right, I'm, I'm gonna add the clap for 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 Sad for saying that clap, because clap. when you, when you really clap, think clap, about clap. it, right? when when you really think about clap what he back. just said, right, is like, yo, how do you get away from that and actually do that's something that you're known or like, you know, follow one certain thing, right? Like I tell you, dude. Post about products, bro. Right. Like your feed, and we talked about this plenty of times. Like, yo, remember when I went on that whole little uh, Instagram thing? I'm like, dude, I'm only doing fitness. I'm gonna post about fitness. What happened, bro? I started posting about fitness, got no likes, and I'm like, okay, fuck, I need to start posting about other things that's gonna give me likes, right? Like, it's great, and I'm like, yo, dude, I love what you did, bro, because you're like, fuck everything else. I'm gonna do what I love, mm-hmm. and if people know you about sneakers and you made that, because, dude. When you see Sab, right, you're like, dude, every shot is some sneaker, but it's so fucking nice, dude. I appreciate that, In a man. different way. Every shot is nice, and it's just like, yo, bro, this guy is like the sneaker king, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, nah, I'm, I'm far from it, but I do like the idea of being known for sneakers. Like, that's, I get it from my uncle, so. I mean, I, I mean, I really don't care where you get it from, bro, but hey, what man, I'm saying is the like, swag from no, somewhere, most definitely, no, no, most definitely, no, yeah. but the flowers of you actually being able to say, fuck it, man, I'm going to go this way and just do this, dude, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it was hard, man, because I'm like, I said the same thing, I went this way, that way, made a U-turn, came back, dropped everything, picked it back up, and I'm still kind of searching, like, okay, cool, like, should I just do maternity, because that's one of my favorite things to shoot is maternity shoots, right, mm-hmm. should I drop my whole feed and just do that, you know, so when people know, oh, you know, the Randolph visuals, it's mainly for maternity or, you know, so I feel like still today is one of those things that's like, damn, dude, like, where am I floating, you know? Mm-hmm. But it seems like you got it all figured no, out, yeah. which is dope. And even if you don't, you still know what area you're going in. That, and I think also understanding your followers. I mean, I don't like, I don't care for my likes, my followers, as in my numbers, but I also understand that if I post the landscape, I get no love. And that's just because all my followers are sneaker enthusiasts or guys that like girls and sneakers and stuff like that. So when I post away from it, I understand why. But I don't let it get to me because it's like, cool, I just wanted to post this because this is what I wanted to post, whether you like it or not, you know? I mean, that's a – we did a whole episode on shooting for likes. (laughs) Facts. And it's like we follow these trends, right? Lens balls, prisms, right? We do all this stuff. We fall into the trap. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing you say is there's some part in the process where you took that step back and you pivoted and you didn't, you didn't then go, like you said, I hit a U-turn, turn left, turn right. You didn't go back mm-hmm. 
he didn't fall prey for that shooting for likes thing again, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always going to be more trends. Mm-hmm. And yet, it's because of the way social media is, it is like this necessary evil. You have to engage it with it in 2022 to be relevant and to yep. be, you know, approachable and all those things. I don't know. For me, it's easy to fall prey to this idea that, oh, I'm getting, if I post something that's different than what I even want to do and I get that positive feedback, I'm more inclined to then follow up with more of that and I lose myself along the way. Exactly. And then months go by, I hope not years go by, and it's like, well, where did I go? Why yeah. am I doing this stuff? I'm feeling burnt out. I want to give up. My, I haven't picked up my camera in three weeks. And, oh, here I go, bro. Like, <laughs> to lose yourself in the process is the biggest tragedy because I imagine there's a lot of people maybe even listening to this now somehow, some way, that put down the camera and never picked it up because they weren't shooting for themselves yeah. and they never established an identity. Yeah, right, and they never chose a path and stuck to it consistently. It sounds like you you've been able to do that, which is a huge, huge skill. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I was able to find that niche early on, but don't get me wrong. You know, I lost myself, got into portraits, deep into it, and it felt like it became a job, mm. and I I wasn't enjoying it anymore. So I ended up taking a step back, taking a couple months off, and then all right, yeah. I got a couple more sneakers, new ones. Let's go shoot them. And it was just, all right, fell in love with the with photography again. Yeah. But now you're right. Like, I feel like people lose themselves as in just trying to get that clout, those those likes and those followers, and everybody's doing the same thing over and over, and it's just, it's repetitive, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he's right. <laughs> like, he's definitely right. I mean. Then they're done that. <laughs> Bought the t-shirt five times. <laughs> Facts. Put the I mean, t-shirt on my credit card. Still paying it off, <laughs> you know. It's crazy because we sit back too sometimes and be like, Yo, uh, you know, I'm not gonna call nobody out, you know, because I don't want them to hear this and be like, Damn, bro, like you go put me out there like that. But me and Thomas sat back and be like, Damn, bro, like they really just following the trend, you know what I'm saying? Like they're doing the same thing, like, and like you said, you know, a trend only lasts for so long, right? But you have to do it because that's how you're gonna get followers and likes. And thank God, man, I never really followed the trend or we never really followed the trend because we don't want to be a part of that. Like, oh, look, you know, these guys are doing it too. Like, let us do it. Like, dude, I never was like, let me go get a prism or whatever. I just was like, dude, I'm oh, trying man. to figure it out. I bro. had it in my Amazon card. I know you did. Sure. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I bought a couple. I kept yeah. breaking them, dude. I think I borrowed I yours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay to try it out and shoot, right? Now, I'm going to be um, more direct than Devante is going to be. If you're following trends right now, stop it. Bro, okay. take a step like <laughs> literally agree. go sit down think about direct. who you want to become where you want to go and then go do that like yeah. forget bro you might even need to delete instagram for a month i don't even i'm gonna go there <laughs> nah, and i honestly one of the biggest trends that i think has been pissing me off a lot lately is don't either, say reels nah nah no nah, i actually like the reels but those <laughs> said, don't say reels people like i mean i'm a rooftopper but everybody gets that same sneaker shot with their legs out like oh yeah i, I get it you know i do it because of the sneakers and even me myself, I'm like, I'm that picture's so overrated. Like it's done deal. Like get get out of it from it. Like no. Yeah, mm. but you know, when I think about you and when I think about your stuff, I never I would never be like, Oh, he's a trend you know, he's following the trend, you know, because that's what people know you as. Mm-hmm. And personally we've been knowing you for so many years, it's like you've been there, done that. Now if it was somebody else that we knew mm-hmm. and they started doing stuff like that, then I'd be like, Oh, you know, <laughs> maybe he hanging out with Sab or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> Or she. <laughs> Right, but pumps off already right? up there. Right, but if it was just you, I'd be like, "Oh no, nah, that's what he do." I mean, he been doing this for years, so 
Yeah, but yeah. I get what you're saying because yeah. you look down certain feeds. As soon as you go on a shoot photo, it's like 20 other photos yep. of the same thing. It's just like, yo, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, so you you started doing shoe stuff. That's you know, it sounds like along the way you're building this identity. Like you said, what do I want to be known for? Mm-hmm. And so that continues for some time, but more recently. You're shooting fitness stuff, which personally gets me excited because I'm like, <laughs> oh, snap. I watched that dude's YouTube videos. Who's he shooting? And like, so I'm now, Callum. right, right. So you start doing more like wardrobe stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. How'd that come into the picture? That actually started with sneakers, man. So I was shooting for one of my buddy, Mitch. Uh, he's the owner of the Grail Company, which has to do with sneakers. And he's friends with Callum. So he needed a photographer. He introduced me to him. And... That's how I just got into the fitness world, like, just randomly. But I was always, like, part of – not part of but I was, like, always around the lifted athletes. And that's how I started getting into the fitness mm. industry. But I don't know how it happened. Lately, I've been nothing but fitness for, like, the past, what, like, six months? And it's been good, but it's just – I don't know how it happened. But I do put some of the fitness people in sneakers, though. I'm like, hey, I need you to get some Jordans <laughs> because I want to still keep that look on my page. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It's, like, it's like I was saying earlier – Every picture's been taken once before. You got to find a way to do it yeah. different. So, so you're kind of blending the two in a way, mm-hmm. the fitness stuff, but also the sneakers. keeping the sneaker stuff. Which alive. I feel like I kind of started that gym trend. I see a lot of girls oh, in really? Jordans. I'm doing fitness now, but that's cool. You know, I don't take credit for it. But you've also done some concerts. I've done about two of them. Okay. I did one for Fora, but. I remember that set. There was yeah. like this composite edit, edit you did yeah. or something that was super cool. So you're dipping into that a little bit. You know what? You That's something I actually do want to do in the long run. It's just with whole COVID and everything, shutting all the concerts. Yeah. That's when I have first dipped into it, and everything got shut down. So yeah. I had to find something else to do now. That's cool, man. That's wild, man. I'm actually looking at his feet right now. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, like, because I'm going to keep it real with you, you got bro. got some drool right here. Bro. Oh, my bad. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It. I'm going to keep it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep it real, bro. Like. Thomas knows. I don't really get on Instagram and look at nobody's stuff like that. If you happen to pop up on while I'm on there, then I'll be like, oh, shit, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm never really, oh, am I talking really low? There we go. I'm talking a little louder. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I'm looking at your feet, bro. Hey, you shoot this in Costa Mesa at the, um, what fucking fitness club is this? I think I've been there before. Uh, that's at the rooftop, right? Nah, dude. Nope. Oh, man. Where's that at? That's a beauty salon. That's a beauty salon, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's legit a beauty salon. That's wild, bro, because I ended up shooting at this Equinox in Costa Mesa. And they have, like, oh, yeah, so you've been there? And they have the rooftop kind of just mm-hmm. similar like that. That's actually right across the street from uh, Infinite in Costa Mesa. Oh, so it's, damn. It's right across the street is this beauty salon, and like, I saw the stairs. I was like, yo, dude, sit right there. And it came out perfect, man. bro. I would never guess I was. I, I thought it was Equinox, bro. Yeah. <laughs> See how good of a shooter he is, man. I'm like, well, damn, bro. Uh, he was at the gym for real. That's wild, man. Out, man. I'm there a couple of days a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shooting, but I'm there. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So, what would be? I mean, I feel like you're gonna say shoes, but what would be your your favorite genre to shoot? Like, oh, like now, Urban Street. That's for sure. Like, I haven't been able to do it, like, in the last month. But I think being able to create Urban Street with that grungy, like, alley look, mm. I think that's my favorite thing to do. Because I- I'm tired of the whole iconic locations. Mm. I stay away from all that. I feel like it's burnt out. So I look for the grungiest place to shoot something dope. 
Lower Grand's the grungiest place in LA right now. Oh, it's so burnt <laughs> out. Ever since they changed the lights, oh, the lights are like, oh, dude, dude. No. Well, a lot of people don't even know those old lights existed, dude. And Crazy. Man, when I think of Lower Grand, I think of those, those yep. long lights. And, and you know what? When it comes to Lower Grand, I feel like not everybody can do a, a dope edit there. That's like, true. It's so grungy. That's like so you got to be able to hit it right, yeah. or at least the right lighting. Yeah, I got lucky a couple times. Same man. I bought some presets. He said, no. Same. How <laughs> <laughs> fancy? No, I've hey. had so many failed attempts there. It's just. That's normal. Yeah. Yeah. You know who used to shoot there a lot, too? Um, you remember Deadeye? No, I, I feel don't. like a lot of people, dude, like, I feel like he got me into all this stuff, right? And then, like, dude just completely left off the middle. I feel like Deadeye used to wear a lot of J's, too. He used to be, um, he was a taller black guy, skinny guy. He used to go to the meets, too, the dude. He, he looked like James Harden. Everybody called him James Harden, tall guy. If you go on his Instagram, you're probably, I don't know if you ever met him or not. We probably ran into each other a couple of times. But um, he was a guy, too, who used to be really, really fitted well as well. I mean, he didn't have as many followers and stuff like that because, I mean, you know, he probably was, like, a part-timer or whatever, but. You know, it's crazy because I used to think of him too, and I used to want to shoot him a lot as well. Like, dude, remember dude, that one? That guy's yeah. got style. Dude, that guy's got have bro. Him on next. Seriously, I, dude, I know. I'm going to reach out to him, like, dude, come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, so yeah. we can get your flowers, man, because, yeah, he was the one who actually got me into all this stuff, dude. Yeah. I always say that, man. And then, I mean, I always say kudos because if I didn't get into this, I wouldn't know this guy, and I wouldn't know you, mm-hmm. bro. And we've been sitting here talking about this today, right? Yep. And also vice versa, you know, you yeah, doing that definitely. and then him doing how he did, bro. Like, we would be here talking about photography and how you got into the game mm-hmm. and stuff like that, man. So that's that's pretty pretty cool, man. Pretty yeah. dope. Um, so you started out shooting with the Canon camera, the 60D, yes, I think you said. You were on that, and then you switched to Team Sony. Why did you do that? You know what? At that time, I was around a lot of people that were shooting Sony, and I would see just how great the images would come out at low light and everything. And I was like, well, I'm a night shooter. So it was like an easy mm. switch. But if I can go back, I don't think I can do it, dude. Oh, okay. I don't, no, no, no. Because no. uh, don't get me wrong. I played with my, with my old Canon. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I get my Canon once in a while and I play with it, just kind of like challenge myself. Oh, you still have it? I still have it. Yeah, I just kind of challenge You're myself. You're not like this guy, just sells it. Can't be like me. <laughs> no, nah, I still have it. You know what? I actually sold it not that long ago. But when I did have it, yeah, when I did Sorry, have we'll it. Sorry, we'll edit that out, bro. Yeah. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> Stay in there. Nah, dude, it's just Team Sony, man. It's just so much better, crispier. Shutter so fast, low light is perfect. Like it just fit me perfect. I had to do the what switch. What do you shoot with? I have a A7 III, and I only I mainly shoot 85. That's it. 85 millimeter. Millimeter, yeah. Crazy. I don't think I only own two lenses. That's it. What do you own? I have a 85 and a 16. 16. I was gonna say that too, cause I'm like, dude, if you look at his feet, all the white shots you get, like you know, on the buildings and the, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, you have to have like a 12 or something. But I only, yeah, I only have the 16 for the rooftop stuff. What's the 16? What brand? Uh, Sigma. What? What's nice. the? Aperture? Uh, 1.4. You gotta sweet. be one of those 1.4 guys, bro. <laughs> but you guys, man. I do. I do got a 1.4. You 1.8, right? baby. <laughs> But see, hey, uh, 1.4, I only want one eyelash in focus. Go ahead and turn your head that you know way. What? I was about to get into that. I was like, dude. My bad, bro. No, you're good. Um, I was about to say that, that I don't shoot anything under 2.2. On my 85 or my 16, I the focus is always off. 
Who? Okay, you already answered my question. I'm about to say, go deeper into that because I want to see what you was gonna say. No, because I shot portraits with an 85 and a 16, and I noticed that only one eye is focused and the other one is blurry, and that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It if bothers the head's me. Tilted, you mean? Like if the head? Yeah, the head is slightly tilted. Like if they're yeah. looking away, like you can kind of notice it. Dude. Or you notice the nose is focused and the face isn't like that's it bothers true. me. It's true, yeah. dude. So true, one time man. when I when I was shooting with the I, I, well, I had a crop sensor, so it was a fifty, but it was like a whatever, the, whatever the eighty, it's seventy five mm-hmm. or something. Dude, I remember I used to I just everybody's all the videos I saw, bro. They said get it, shoot at one point eight, one point eight. So I fell for it, dude. And dude, you, dude, this is what I used to do, right? <laughs> if anybody turned their head, I would take this eye, I would clone stamp it on. <laughs> Stupid. Bro, one, it would be like, it'd be like, bro, it'd be like, it'd be like, eye in focus, blurry nose, eye in focus. <laughs> oh, shit, you used but, to do that, you're right. Oh, bro, I used to be, I used to be the clone stamp king. The clone stamp king. <laughs> Don't know what I'm doing, bro. You're right. That's right. great. Fro nose photo. Oh, dude, don't even talk dude, about that bro, guy. Bro, got me. <laughs> oh man! So you shoot at two point two. You found that that's yeah. a pretty good fo- that's, depth that's, of field. Pretty that's good my focus. two. My that's my two gold, man. That's. I feel like everything's crisp on that. Do you yeah. feel like the eighty five though? It's like it's a little too close for portraits. Are you it stepping is, back a little but bit? I, but I always shoot with a lot of open space. Okay. If I don't, then I go to sixteen, right. and then. Dude, portraits at, with sixteen—that's got to be crazy. It's hard. You probably get some crazy compositions. And some vignette, no, some vignette. Do you ever get that? Depending yeah. on what you shoot? No, it depends. But here's the thing, though. When I shoot 16, I always shoot low angle mm. because I notice it'll extort the legs, makes them look longer. So yeah. if I shoot a lower angle, it creates like a bigger perception depth Nice. pointing up. Dude, one time so. I shot uh, this. So I had like the, the Nikon. My first camera was the Nikon. It had that kit lens, 18 to 55. Nikon? Nikon? Yeah. Good, 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 yeah. Good. Hey, I, hey, I started off with Nikon, too. Oh, no. Hey, that was Nikon, colors, too, bro. I know, this <laughs> bro, I shot this model at, at 18 millimeters, dude. She looked like a daddy long legs, bro. <laughs> the legs were so long. <laughs> What's said, going on? Like, look at like Spider-Man, bro. Just go, go gadget. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're not gonna read that Richards. one. Delete. <laughs> Never send it to her. Huh? I was like, hey, uh, I can't, I can't master the the 18 millimeter <laughs> ports because some people do them really well, mm-hmm, bro. Yeah. There's there's this one guy who does like kind of high fashion portraiture, mm-hmm. and he always has that low angle, and the model's legs look super long. Like it just, it just looks cool, mm-hmm. and I cannot do that, bro. <laughs> I'm making him look like nah, Go Go Gadget over here. So it's pretty tough. But see, and that's my to-go angle is to shoot low yeah. on a 16. So maybe that's why. I always felt like long legs on a girl's attractive, so. Well, there you go. Hey. What about long feet? Long feet. Ah, <laughs> I'm about that. Long socks for sure. Long feet. <laughs> He's uh, on long feet, bigger J's. <laughs> <laughs> see, I get the man sizes now. We're talking about eight and up, baby. Oh, man. We're talking about size 12, baby. The, Let's go. The- you got those those Jordans from Ross, hey, the clearance section in Ross, because they can't right. sell them. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Size 20s. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I think Dang, that's the only bro. way I can afford Jordans. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Thomas, you're a fool, bro. So, I, I completely lost my question <laughs> because I'm still laughing at you, bro. Um, I was gonna go into. Uh, Here's a question for you. There you bro. go. What do you hate, pet peeves, bro, about the photo community? 
What are some things that really bother you? We never ask this question. Never ask. I never even think I asked myself this question. That's crazy. Before. Back then, it was the rush to post after the Insta meets. I think now, I don't want to bash on anybody, but. Wait, well, don't, don't name anybody. I'm not know? naming anybody, but I just feel like they, they'll feel attacked. But I would say rooftopers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to hear about that, too. How did you get into that craziness? How I got into it yeah. or why yeah, yeah. it's my pet peeve? Both. Uh, let's go with pet. Is that the only pet peeve that you have? I think went, for rooftoppers or? or Well, you said rooftoppers, right? And then posting after the meets? After the meets, yeah. No, those are, okay. Well, that and just people being greedy, not wanting to share knowledge because they think they're too good or they feel they're going to take, you're taking their job away. Mm. I think it's people lost a sense of a, a community. Yeah. That's mm. what it is. That's big, man. In far as job, like, it's crazy because when you say job, you go to these meets for free and, like, nobody there really has a job. And I know what you're saying because, again, we've been in that situation where I've looked over a guy's shoulder and said, hey, bro, how'd you get that? Oh, dude, go YouTube it. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, what? Like, Mm -hmm. you can't just tell me, like, bro, what aperture, what shutter, whatever. Like, you know, I'm not trying to copy your style, bro, but, you know, a little help would go far, right? Yeah, just give me a couple – Words that's it, just help me out. That's it, yeah. You know, a lot of yeah, it's like I'm literally you're standing in front of my face, I'm asking you. This is YouTube in real life, breathing on yeah, me, right? Yeah. You're not gonna help me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of those guys were ass, man. But you know what, dude, that's why, like, in today's time, like, you don't really see those guys anymore. I mean, hope all as well. Those, I feel like those guys probably sold their fucking camera mm-hmm. and don't do it no more, fucking assholes. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Yeah. Let it out, man. Let yeah, it out. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Let them know. You know, because honestly, bro, we always talk about this too. Like, when people hit me up, I'm always like, this to help. Hey, if I don't know the answer, I might hit Thomas up. And if I don't hit Thomas up, I might hit YouTube up. And then, or I might send you a link to the video and say, hey, this is how I learned. You know what I'm saying? Um, but people, like you said, the community is not like that no more, bro. I don't, and I don't even know if it's ever been like that, to be honest with you. Uh, I think, no, I don't think it's ever been like that. I think it just. It's rare to find those individuals that are willing to help you. Yeah. You get one out of a, what, a thousand? Yeah. Especially here in L.A. I think L.A. photographers are, like, the most grimiest ones. Hmm. But that's just me. No, you're right, though. Because L.A. is a different breed, man, you know? Because I've gone to shoot in New York, and I have a not even meeting them in person. I got out there, and they're just showing me around, shooting, bringing models, and Hey, let's go ahead. I think you do this. You do good. I've gone to Chicago. I've had the same welcoming. But I come back here to LA and I'll ask somebody about a location or just like, hey, like, how'd you do this? And right away, they no help. Wow. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people are like that? I think it's the fear of you taking an opportunity away from them. That's honestly, I think that's what it is overall. That's true. That's like, if true. they were to share something with you, it means they lose in some way. Yeah, I think so. I think it's more of a sense of pride of them knowing they have that little knowledge over you, making them feel like they're a little bit superior than you. Mm. At least in that aspect. Tough. So it's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's be. a big ego. You know? Yeah. I'm better than you. I got more. Yeah. I got one more tough. like than you. Yeah. Or I know <laughs> one more like. <laughs> one more like. That's tough, man. That's tough. Wow. What was that other question you asked? I'm sorry. I completely. Rooftops, dude. There you go. Rooftops. I've seen you on the news. Dude, I've actually had some managers hit me up. They found me on TikTok and Instagram. Wow. What? Yeah. And what'd they say? 
It's just like, hey, you come back, we're going to have to press charges on you, this, this, and that. My security saw you. I always reply with, uh, well, I was up there for an hour, so your security system sucks. <laughs> See you Thursday. <laughs> See you Thursday. Like, nah. That's How, wild. How'd you get into your rooftops? I mean, was that something you were just you just hanging out on rooftops like Batman before you got into shooting? No, not- or did it come with, like, your photography journey? <laughs> Batman. That is your favorite <laughs> character, bro. Right. No, I think it... Did you see the new one, though? Oh, I did see the new one. Great, right? Uh, Great. Oh, okay. We talk about that off this podcast. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get into rooftops? Um, and how did, did that inform photography, or was it informed by photography? It was actually informed by photography because I was never into the rooftop. I never cared about coming to look at L.A. buildings. Like, I didn't, no. Nah. The moment I turned into a photographer or I started pointing to shoot, you know, I started learning how to appreciate um, the little things in life when it came to just seeing the sky, seeing the fluffy clouds, seeing more city lights at the, you know, in L.A. But I had, I forgot who it was. I ran into a photographer and they ended up taking me to, I think, that rooftop that everybody goes to, um, Palm something. Send it to P. Yeah, I know what you're Yeah, I feel like everybody hits that. And that was my first rooftop. And I've never had the fear of standing in heights. Hmm. So that's where the whole, oh, I'm going to run on ledges and I'm going to jump from here to here. And like the whole crazy idea came from. So everybody, as soon as they saw a couple of pictures of me doing that, it just, everybody was trying to take me to a rooftop because they wanted me doing that for them. Oh. Oh. But that's how I got into the whole rooftop scene. Wanted to get scene. photos of you or videos? Yeah, they wanted to get photos and videos of me wow. while I was running and stuff. So you're doing like parkour shit up there, dude. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost, I mean, man. Hardcore parkour. parkour. Dude, I hate those videos, man. Every time I see a video like that where some guy jumps over and you're like, bro, if you if you make one mistake, bro, it's a wrap, dog. Yep. That shit gives me so much anxiety because I'm like, dude, bro, like, nope. how? Like, Oh, you haven't seen my reels, huh? Nah, it's, well, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> my, hey, my reels will get your hands all bro, sweaty. Nah, I don't even, hey, if they like that, then I don't want to look. Man, because I'm like, dude, like, that's wild, man. But no fear? That's crazy. No, I, I think for me, it's I know what my body can do. I know how far I can jump, how fast I can run. That's what my T-Rat balance. Was saying, too. Yeah. Wow. I know my balance. So if you ask me, yo, let's go bomb a hill or let's go run the edge of a rooftop, I'll pick an edge of a rooftop any day. Because when you're, you know, you're uh, you're going down a, a hill fast, yeah. there's too many factors to it that yeah. I can't control. Gotcha. Wow. So I think that that's the reason why I'd rather do rooftops than mobbing hills. My boy Sap came on the show and started getting fucking technical, bro. Like, I, I just see geometry <laughs> equations and stuff, bro. I'm like, that boy said, what I can control. I'm like, well, damn. It's kind of true. Quadratic <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of true. When you're going down <laughs> a skateboard, there's wobbles, there's traffic, there's cracks. I can't control that. That's true. So you're up there, you're doing your thing up on these rooftops. People were hitting you up for, hey, you know, we want you to do this. We get some photos. But what about your own photography? Because I know you got like the feet hanging off, taking mm-hmm. photos of your J's and things like that. Did you just kind of go down that rabbit hole? That became something you really focused on? Actually, yeah. I think. Um, I was already doing it, but I saw money signs. I did a, I did a, just, I think movement, the movement watches. They had sent, send me a couple products and I did one for them and that one blew up on their feed. But after I posted that picture, bunch of products, like a bunch really? of brands, like, Hey, I want this shot. I want this shot. And I've never been one to do it for money. It helps for bills, but I saw money signs. I was like, all right, you want me to go up there? I'm charging you this much for just one shot. And they were paying. And I knew I could get up there quick. 
So just get up there quick, get the shot, and get out. So I think that's where the whole, all right, let me get different angles, different buildings. I know I can get up there and just get the shot real quick. Did it get uh, repetitive or boring when you started doing that stuff? Or was it still exciting? At first, it was getting repetitive because everybody wanted the same shot. It started getting a little annoying, but it was like. You know you can do that in Photoshop, right? <laughs> uh, it's too much work. Too much work. I got you. But you know what? Hey. Honestly, I think for me, it's the thrill of getting up to the top to a new rooftop and seeing the view. It's just that excitement. So it's just, I don't know, man, it's just something about it. Being able to see L.A. in a different perspective than not a normal person from L.A. Yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stay on the ground. I see my drone up there. I see it from the drone point <laughs> exactly. of view, bro. <laughs> Say, hey, that's, that. But, you know, it's, dude, I was going to ask you, too, like, for all that stuff, like, I was going to say, did you get paid or did you just do it for free? For, like, the product stuff? Yeah, for, like, I mean, just, well, yeah, you can say the product no, stuff. No, for like, the product stuff, it was, like, 80% of it I did get paid. The other 20 was more of a trial run. Gotcha. I want to let them know what I can do. Yeah. Or an idea just to get them to sign me or to finally start getting paid gigs from them. But a lot of it was just for me. Like, I, that was just, believe it or not, being up there in the rooftop running around is my comfort zone. Gotcha, gotcha. So to me up there, it was just so it's like your hobby, basically. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Hmm. You know, because, I mean, to go back to the first, you know, when, you, when, you, when we first started talking, you know, it, again, dude, that's so exciting to hear that you got signed by Drama, you know, and to do a couple of shoots from Young and Reckless. So you think, like, okay, cool. You pick up the camera, or you, you're not really picking up the camera first. You're modeling, and then you pick up the camera. Was there a time where you kind of like, okay, well, I'm not going to get paid, or I'm, I'm not doing it to get paid, and I'm just shooting a shoot, versus now, dude, I've been signed by an agency, or I've done this. Like, you're paying for this type of stuff now. Like, mm-hmm. was there any time, like, no, so for the most part, I was doing it just because I wanted to display my sneakers. Gotcha. So it's like, I know everybody knows I have, at least, so in high school, you know, you have your, yeah. your friends. They all know I have shoes, but it's like, all right, let me uh, let it out to the world, the gotcha. photography community now. Like, let me see what I can do. And that's how it started. Mm. And then once I did the, you know, the next step of like, hey, I want to get paid for this. Yeah. That was a whole different world. That's dope, man. But it started with just displaying my sneakers. Letting you know how, how many I have. That was my thing. So it, it's almost like I'm looking at this timeline of you saying, hey, you know what? This is your goal. And I don't know if you had a goal in mind, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you did to where, hey, this is what's going on. Had to start started. I'm going to get everybody knows I'm the sneaker king, right? High school. Boom. That's mm-hmm. where it started. Way before the photography even started, right? Mm-hmm. Now you get a camera in your hand and you're displaying it even more on Instagram. Now you're moving up the ranks. And like, again, bro, it, when when we say Sab, we, we say sneaker king jordan guy you know right <laughs> no just being honest yeah and it's like dude you built so much up to like now dude like if i was you like there's no way i'm not getting paid for any type of sneaker shot i mean unless you're just like hey i want to go out and take that shot but it's like you you just built it up to be this guy and it's like dude that's so fucking awesome bro no Super I, dope. I think that's the best way to put it i think yeah. i built up enough um i guess eyes on me to be known as that sneaker guy now it's like yeah and i i think the way you put it was the best way to do it yeah i mean because like as you were saying what you were saying i'm thinking like dude like i in high school i was probably known for basketball i didn't play in the nba Mm -hmm. but i wish that i would have been known for like something like that right and now a couple years later district shows you how to use a camera and i like hmm 
let me think about this. Let me put my J's out in the world of, you know, social mm-hmm. media so everybody else can know what I'm about. Now everybody else knows you. People are like, yo, dude, do this. Get on that rooftop, do that. And now you kind of got the whole, like, social media community and these people that send, you know, not, like, companies sending you stuff to take the, like, mm-hmm. dude, if you look at that build up, bro, it's like, it's yeah. crazy, right? Because it's like, dude, this started in high school, right? And this is before you even picked up a camera. And you got a camera in your hand, and now you're just displaying it even more. It's just so it's so dope to think about that. Yeah, like I, that. I think the long-term goal was to get sponsored by a streetwear brand when I was modeling. And then now that I you know, I was a shooter, it's I want to shoot for a streetwear brand because I was tired of buying my own clothes, which is where starting a clothing line started. I don't know oh, if yeah, I remember. That. I think oh, yeah, I hit you up, right? Yeah. There you yeah. go. Okay, cool. Can you speak a little bit on that, um, bro? So, yeah, I had started a clothing line about, like, a year and a half ago. Obviously, COVID happened. You can't get products. But the idea behind the clothing line was I got tired of buying clothes that I liked. I didn't love it. So I wanted to start something for myself that explains who I am. So I think at an early age, I found the purpose for my life was to inspire you to be a better version of yourself. What's that brand called? Inspired. Okay. That's where it comes from. Gotcha. And, you know, you know Nike has a swoosh. So my Nike Swish was a Thunderbolt. The reason for the Thunderbolt was when you think of an idea, what emoji do you think about? Hmm. Light bulb. Light bulb. So for me, when I'm feeling inspired, it's it's a lightning bolt just struck me. Mm. You know, I'm inspired. Let's go shoot this. Let's go do this. Hey, I'm trying to lose 10 pounds or whatnot. I'm inspired. Yeah. Let's go to the gym. But that's where the idea of the inspired clothing line came from. You know, it hasn't really been launched. I've sold a bunch of stuff, but it's just, an idea that's just been sitting there and hopefully this year you know without covid and all that stuff i can actually get it done but that's where it came from it was just i wanted to make my own streetwear brand where i love the clothes i mean i design everything so yeah that's dope man. cool that's super, i mean and i'm not gonna say that but let's not even say hope bro you're gonna do it dude manifestation yeah. is real and oh, you agree. already started it bro you already got it all planned out yes covid did suck mm-hmm. but the, well, I'm not gonna say economy because I don't get all political, but mm-hmm. shit's gonna turn around for you. Oh yeah, definitely, and man. Trust me, that shit's gonna be going through the roof, bro. That's super dope, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wait to, you know, when we say our last thing, because I'm like, dude, this podcast for me has just been like really fucking good. I mean, yeah. from what he's been saying. So, mm-hmm. um, so okay, so you're saying that you wanted to get signed or you wanted to do a deal with the street brand, and you did that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you shot for urban street clothes, right? Yeah. So you basically made that goal happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you go from here, bro? Like, what is your expectations for 2022, bro? Where so, do you go from here? huh. I just had this conversation with my roommate the other day. Um, my goal is to quit my job this year and go full-time photography. So my goal is to have two to three clientels where I know it's a guaranteed income coming in monthly, but gives me the full freedom to do what I want. And I would love to speak into it in, into existence. I do have a big opportunity coming up. I'm hoping it goes through, but they, that may be my first step into quitting my job. Mm. Mm. So I'm just playing the waiting game right now, which is funny because it's in the fitness community. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, Thomas is about to bust through. About to dudes, give me some new tank bro, yeah. bro, crack over there. <laughs> Not really, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. cool, man. That's, um, that's a 2022 goal, man, to quit my job. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah? So uh, I'm the type of person that I'm excited, 
but I don't like to get my hopes up until I see it on paper. Once Facts. I see it on paper and I sign something, it's like, all right, cool, it's go time, let's go. Yeah. But they not that they have to meet my terms, but it's let's meet in the middle where you give me the freedom. And I don't really – obviously, I have to pay the bills, but I want to have the freedom to still be me within your company. If you're hiring me to – I want A, B, C, D, and you're not letting me create the way I want, I can't do that. Yeah, you want that creative freedom. Yeah, like you're taking my identity, and I don't like that. Yeah. So Been there. Said no, remember? Yeah. We, Man, we remember to say yep. no is mm-hmm. tough. I said no. I was like, not to, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but – you know who I'm talking about. And when we spoke about it, I'm like, yeah, because I didn't want to get hired for that. Because mm-hmm. no, I, I hired you. And I'm like, yeah, bro, but what I'm getting paid at my job versus what you're trying to pay me is not the same, bro. And I'm going to take a pay cut. But not even that. Like, you're hiring me to do this. And like you said, you want to have that creative freedom, you know, like, hey, just call me whenever you need me and I'll charge you per project or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I was like, dude, and we were talking about it. He's like, and I'm just like, nah, it's not the move, bro, because I'm going to potentially lose at the end if I say yeah, you know, and I totally get what you're saying. So hopefully, whatever that is, mm-hmm. it falls through and you get what you, you know, yeah. on that contract, you get what you want. But I feel it kind of goes back to what Thomas was saying is you start losing your identity yeah. and then you learn, not learn, but I think you just lose the passion for photography and you just leave it alone. You just drop it. So, I mean, you know, I'm happy you didn't take that job, dude, because yeah, for you having your own creative imagination, creative everything, that's that's, that's what makes you. Yeah, most definitely. You know? Most definitely. We haven't been there, done that. I mean, recently, dude, I recently found my fucking passion again when yep. I last time, you know, because yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not always on and off, dude, but most of the time I'm like, okay, you know what? Nothing excites me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like. And not saying it in a bad way, but it's like, okay, cool. Like, I want something that I'm going to be like, okay, cool. This makes me fucking, like, back in the days, you know? Like, we get home from a meet, hurry up and edit it, be up 2 o'clock in the morning, dude, what do you think about this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want that feeling again, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm trying to just figure it out right now. And I know where it's at. But what I'm saying is that I I need to get more like Sap. You know what I'm saying? And actually have those goals and be like, yo, let's hit them like that. And we speak about this all the time, you know, go oriented and knowing what you want to do and going for, you know, and, and putting that out there. Like Thomas is always on my ass because he's like, dude, you never post. Dude, you got so many photos, you never post. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess, you know. I'm the same way, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah, both and of you are in trouble. Way, yeah. <laughs> and how does how does that happen, right? But but see, here's the thing, though. Um, I think I just started posting about like a week ago after like a two and a half month break. Oh, damn. I took a two and a half month break and I think every creative person should take a step back from Instagram. So I took a step back. Just I've, I found, well, I figured out I kept doing repetitive poses, repetitive edits and subconsciously I was copying other photographers editing style and I didn't like it. So that's why I always tell people that Instagram is very toxic. You lose so much time on it because subconsciously you're learning that style of edit and you randomly just start doing on your stuff. So I like to make sure <clears throat> all these, all my stuff is fresh. So I stay away from Instagram for a while, take a step back, get the creative imagination going again, and then just keep it original. That's the reason I took a break. Man, I could talk about breaks all day. I think taking breaks is one of the best things we could do. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's this, there's this study that came out that basically had these two groups of people, uh, one of them was a lot. So they basically had to solve some problems in this study. Right. And uh, 
I don't know the citation, but I'll, you know, basically I had two groups of people and they said, you, both of you, both of you groups need to solve this problem and it's going to require creativity. And they said, before you solve the problem, you need to, you can either do what you normally do. You can go on your, if you're in this group, you can go on your phone, you can do your own thing. You know, you can go on Instagram, whatever it is during the downtime before the problem solving period. The other group, you can do nothing. Comparing the two groups, which group do you think was more creative? The one that was able to rely on their old whatever they do to fill time or the one that had to sit and do nothing and maybe even think of new ways to solve problems or think of new ways to be creative, right? I think it's the one that did yeah. nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what my thought from that was boredom, even though it's very rare and we hate it, mm-hmm. is sometimes the best thing we could do to take a break from what we usually do. Like, you know, you're standing in line at the grocery store and you go right on your phone mm-hmm. instead of maybe doing that, just look around right have you heard of that quote that says um i'd rather hire a lazy person than a more qualified person Mm -mm. because a lazy person will learn an easier way to get the job done (laughs) that's true (laughs) that's so true hey you're so right about that but it's it's interesting how we have these just these beliefs about things right Mm -hmm. i gotta go on the phone i gotta be productive if you're labeled as a lazy person it means you're less than you're not using your Mm -hmm. time well Really, there's this skill in reframing the way we view things, not just going with the status quo or not just going on Instagram. Like someone, someone, I was watching this video and the person was like, here's 10 things you need to do every day on Instagram. And I was like, I'm not doing any of those 10 things. Don't, don't tell me what to do. And it's just going to be me spinning my wheels again. And just, I'm going to be, I'm going to be feeling like this feeling I get sometimes where I feel like I'm just doing it to do it, doing it to keep up this, you know, momentum. And it just feels like a quicksand. It Mm -hmm. just feels like a total suck fest. And so taking a break, dude, I remember when COVID started and, you know, pretty much everything shut down. I made this video, you're playing around with the idea of doing YouTube. I made this video where I was talking about how I'll never share it. You'll never see it, but whatever. (laughs) I probably will delete it after this because now I'm telling people about it. But I, I talked, I was talking in this video about how this downtime could be one of the best things to happen to a lot of us because it's going to require us to think differently. It's going to require us to sit on our hands and be, you know, creative and think, okay, I can't go out and do 10 portrait sessions this month. I got to go do something else. And for me, what that, what that gave rise to was products, product stuff, more time in Photoshop, Mm -hmm. more time on YouTube university. We've even have stuff back and forth about product photography. Right. And it's like downtime can be our greatest gift Mm -hmm. if we use it. And if we take it right. And we use that time. That's crazy that you say that because for one of the shirts for the brand that I have, it was when COVID first started, like there was no sports being watched or nobody was playing. I always said creatives are the new athletes. Mm. That's true. That's what was keeping us entertained, TikTok. You're yep. right. You're right. Yeah. When you actually think about it like that, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you ever, Devonta, do you ever take downtime and, you know, what's that process like for you? <laughs> do I ever take downtime? <laughs> Bro, (laughs) I'm like the king of downtime, bro. But, you know, honestly, dude, like, Thomas, you know how much stuff I got going on in the background. So I try to juggle so much stuff with um, just my regular Instagram versus my photo Instagram versus my other Instagram for running another company, dude. So it's, it's so much stuff to run. But like you said, man, I feel like just to keep it G real, I feel like I got lost, you know, in the sauce. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, okay. Um, I looked at one of my other friends who I kind of helped with weddings and I'm like, dude, like she has her own identity and I feel like I still don't have my own identity. I feel like I'm still like just 
going through the motion and trying to figure like, yo, dude, like, again, who cares about the likes? Who cares about, and we speaking about this plenty of times, and I'm just like, dude, like, I want to post, but then I get too lazy to go on and edit. Like the Hawaii video where you said, dude, I haven't seen the Hawaii video in 4K. And I'm just like, bro, I really don't feel like editing this video. I'll probably put out two clips, boom, 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 and come back like a month later. Because I almost feel like this. With me, I get a lot of people who watch my stories, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like people like, oh, dude, this guy's still alive, right? He's still alive. <laughs> dude, <laughs> so true. Like, bro, I'll post and like 10 people like my post. But then if I put a story up, they're like, I get like hundreds of people watching my story. And I'm just like, okay, this is weird. Like, what do you guys like? Are you guys waiting for me to post? Like, what are you guys waiting for? You know? But see, that's your biggest haters always watching. Exactly, right? So I'm like, but to go back to downtime, um, you know, I'm I'm usually on YouTube. Like I've been hitting this guy up all week about this iPad Air because we do a lot of cons and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want to get something like that. But yes, I will say I'm the king of downtime. I need to approve on that. So mm -hmm. how does it happen? It happens when you get lost, bro. It happens when you just don't really know what you want to do anymore. And yeah, that's I agree. most definitely. I agree. Yeah. What about you, T? Uh, man, similarly to you, super busy. So is downtime is a gift, <laughs> especially with two kids. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know? And uh, I really, though, I try. I, I'm going to go back to what you said about rooftops. When you were talking about rooftops and how seeing the city from different perspectives, seeing the lights, maybe taking a couple extra seconds, five extra minutes to, you know, really appreciate a sunset or something. Man, like my creative time, I'm really learning to cherish it. And even if it's just 30 minutes a day or an hour a day or a couple hours a week or, or I'm on a shoot, I'm taking that extra second to just be grateful toward the client, appreciate being in the moment, having my camera or editing. I'm just trying to be intentional with my time. And I've noticed that doing that, one, leads to more gratitude. Mm -hmm. So it just creates gratitude. It just like wells up, right? And I notice like I use gratitude on the days where I'm not feeling motivated. I can pull from old gratitude. Oh man. Okay. Let me remind myself of how much I loved shooting last week or editing yesterday, or I can use that to push me forward. And the other thing is like, like sometimes I come in here, you know, it's not like the perfect YouTube studio or anything, but it's my place. And I'm just grateful for that. And I sit and I could look around and I could just trial and error my way toward a better, you know, product photo or something like that. So it's kind of those two things, you know, um, just being intentional with the, the limited time I have and noticing too, that time is limited, right? We, we don't have yeah. all the time in the day. I don't know how much time you guys got, but I don't I got, got a lot of it. I got <laughs> no time, dude. I still yeah. work 12 to 12, man. I work five yeah. to five, Monday through yeah. Friday. Dang, I still have bro. a regular job. Dang. Well, me yeah. too, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't got no kids, man. I still feel like I got kids, bro. <laughs> I, I no am kids, a kid, right, man? Same. Twenty-four Same. hours in a day, bro. But it's 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 time, man. What about you, uh, Sap? For the break? Yeah, I think you need a break, dude. Like, well, at least for me, you know, I still work five to five, regular job, sitting in traffic for like an hour, hour and a half at times. I still have to come home and relax, kind of compose myself, come come back to ground. I only shoot weekends now. That's the only time I shoot weekends. Unless I really need to get something done, then it's weekdays. But I tell all my photography clients, like, uh, you're going to get your pictures an extra an extra week later than usual because there's times I just don't want to edit. 
I don't want to go out and shoot because I need time for myself. Mm. At the end of the day, if I'm not happy, it's going to reflect on your images when I edit. How'd you learn that? Powerful. Oh, my images got dark. <laughs> my editing got really dark, and I was like, yeah. nah, I'm not happy. This became a job. I can't do this for that long. Yeah, I got We've back had a to couple him. of messages before yeah. in the past where you were saying that. You were saying this came, this became work. Mm. When when the thing when the thing that is your stress reliever, your creative outlet, becomes categorized in your head as work, that feels different. Yeah, and that's what photography felt for me. It was coming home from work and, you know, quick shower, eat something quick, and clocking in, going back to work for a photography yeah, gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even now, dude, there's, what was it, two weeks ago, I did five gigs in one weekend. And it was just, it's just too much. Like, I need yeah. time for me to hang out with my family. I like visiting my parents. I like hanging out with my brothers and sister. I need to be able to give them time because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to be there. So, you, so you're kind of setting up these boundaries where you can manage your time and that helps you take care of yourself, right? That sounds like that helps you not burn out. Yeah, so definitely. Much. Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning of COVID, I got let go from my job and, you know, the whole unemployment thing started and I told myself, Either I can run with this money and just spend it like everybody else, or I can save it and find another income and focus on photography. So I took the advantage of it and just, I was booked 10 to 12 times a week, but I was burning myself out. It was shoot, go home, edit, go go back out, shoot another one, come back, edit. It was just too much. Mm. So that's when I learned that, hey, I got to take care of myself first because I wasn't sleeping. I was sleeping like an hour or two because I was editing stuff. Yeah, it was just too much, but I think it's important to take a step back and enjoy those little moments in life, spending time with family, spending time with your kids and stuff like that. Right. And once in a while, shooting something for fun, because oh, the moment you, projects. yeah, dude, the moment you lose that, it's a done deal. It's another job, and I hate it. Yeah. I can't do it. That's what we did recently. We met, you, you're over there nodding because you know, <laughs> like, man, I seen this. I saw this. You talk about the the Aspire. Yeah, the, the Aspire the brand. Pool. I saw this guy turn into the Human Flash, bro. When we went out one night, <laughs> he had me holding this stupid umbrella. He was taking some cinematic shots, bro. This guy was in love again with photography, and it's so cool to see, dude. Crazy passion projects. Yeah, we could get paid to do this, and. That could be fun. The paid stuff is fun too, right? Depending on the gig. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> passion projects, dude, are so important. It's yep. so huge. I mean, speak to that, Devontae, how, how like doing these little fun little adventures and stuff really sparked that up in you again. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it, it was crazy because I think we've seen, what's his name? Billy D. Um, you know Billy D. I don't know. He's like a street photographer and he shoots a lot of like, dude, just regular street stuff, but he edits in cinematic, like, like the blues and the, yeah. right. So we come across, I'm like, dude, this, this is, this is rad. This is dope. And I had no attention to shooting it, but I'm like, dude, let's go out one day. And I think, you know, cause right now I just end up editing a family of 12 photos and I sent it to Thomas just to kind of review them because, you know, like you said, like once you start doing it. <laughs> And it's, it kind of get to work, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how I started feeling like, dude, this is like work. I'm, I'm, I don't want to edit these. Literally, it took me like, I think I edited them a day before I was supposed to send it to him, bro. I just kind of rushed through it, right? <laughs> I, I and um, yeah, yeah, right? I'm like, oh, slap bro. Slap a preset. Like, fuck. Yeah, slap a preset, make them all boom. Lightroom, just fix it up real quick, right? But me and Thomas, I hit Thomas up. I'm like, dude, let's go down to LA. Let's try to do this, dude. We get down there and do like. So fun. It was so fun. It was just like. It's like if I picked up the camera for the first time again, dude, like my, I, I was so in heaven. I was just like, yo, this is amazing. Got home. 
started doing what we used to do before. Yo, bro, like, what you think about this? Blah, blah, blah. And it just made me feel so good again. It made me, like, be like, dude, I started looking at stuff in my Amazon cart, putting in stuff. I ended up getting a new uh, lens, the 7200 Sony, bro. I was just so in love with it again. I'm like, dude, I, I need to take this shit serious again, bro. Like, But the passion projects helps a lot just – that love for photography that you had when you first picked up the camera bro it was just so surreal man so i'm just trying to stay on that pathway of keeping those passion projects because we always talk about this too right bro but when we used to do a bunch of stuff back in the day and we'd be like dude like yeah you know because it was a time where you got burnt out too bro oh, but yeah. we will say yo we'll try to do one or two passion projects mm -hmm. and those passion projects just made us come back to life and you're like dude this is this is great I so, agree. yeah, man, I mean, I thank Thomas for going down there with me that night, and it just made me, like, light up like a kid again. I'll bro. never was, model was, for anyone else. I know, right? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sab was like, wait, you owe me one. <laughs> yeah, you owe me one. Well, have you ever thought about, like, going somewhere just kind of escaping your real world out here? No, because <laughs> I'm no, not just really. just like the day. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I, Dude, you know, I just I did that recently. I went to San Francisco. Y yes, he told me about it. Much needed. So, so I recently just nice. I went. So I I went. I work at five in the morning, right? So I wake up at three. Went to work. Wait, came back up. home at five. Yeah, he did tell me that. When yeah, we were, when we were talking about this at three a.m., dude. Because I I work in Irvine and oh, I, I live in Pedro, so it takes me about like forty five minutes to get okay. there. Get there on time. Do my job. Clock out at five. Hour back. Probably shower. Eat something quick, and I took off to Yosemite that same night without sleeping. Well, on the way to Yosemite. I was with uh, two of my friends. We were like, hey, what if we just hit Zion? It's like two and a half hours more up. All right, let's go. Let's just do it. Drove up to Zion. To, it was in Utah, right? Zion was in Utah? I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I, well, it's like six and a half hours from here. Okay. So I did that. Did the full-on hike. The river's up to your chest. So it's like a two, three-hour hike. And I drove back the same day. Dude, that's but wild. The best part about it is that you have no service up there. Going to Yosemite, you have no service up that's there. True. Wow. That's so true. So I just escape everything. I don't. Nobody can reach me. But you actually, it's like a little passion thing. Yeah. I like to shoot stuff out there, just in nature, just me standing or whatever. But it kind of levels you out, kind of like so you don't feel burnt out. Yeah. No, I think that's important. No, it's very important. I was going to say, my wife probably called me 20 times. I'll probably get killed on the way up there. Where the f*** you at? Nah, nah, but you're right, though. You're right. That's that's super cool. Because it was a couple of times where me and Thomas tried. I was telling Thomas when, uh, are we still in winter? Where are we at? In spring now? Winter? Whatever. Whatever season we're in. But when we're trying to go up to the snow, yeah. I'm like, dude, let's go. Let's go. And right when we were getting ready to go, kind of passion project for us, I guess the road collapsed or something like that. Oh, the main yeah, road. Dude. We didn't go up there, thank God, but the road collapsed. And it was like, ah, but I, I definitely get what you're saying. And that's super dope. See, because I was out there during the forest fires. Mm. I was up there while it was happening. Mm. So I got some cool Sketchy, shots of the fire. Dope. And I was just there about a month ago. Oh, wow. So I got to get the snow out there. See. I just haven't posted them. But. He said I haven't posted but we need to. That's, Don't that's mess killer. up the feed. I know. <laughs> no, well, here's the thing. I was walking in the snow with Jordans, oh, so it's going to fit in the feed perfect. This guy. <laughs> Everything with Jays. That's the first thing. I had to do it, man. Jay, I'm driving I carried a Jays. couple extra. But you know what? It was hard to shoot. It was 22 degrees. Damn. I know how, I know how to. Cause, so I ran a half marathon in Yosemite last year, and um, we got up at like 5 in the morning, dude, and it was like 
it wasn't 22, but it was like 29, bro. And it was like, yo, we were shivering. We were like, like the fuck? Oh, yeah. yeah, so you know, like. Even uh, shooting? Yeah. Dude, your fingers, nah, dude, frostbite real quick. <laughs> That's wild, bro. It's crazy. That's dope, man. No, I was actually thinking about going to get a time lapse. I just haven't done it yet. But I was thinking about going to get a time lapse of St. John or the bridge with Pedro. Mm-hmm. I was going to throw my drone up there and get a time lapse. I just haven't been able to go out there and do it. Um Maybe because I've just been lazy and don't want to drive, but yeah, I'm gonna get around and do it, bro. It's like a 30 minute drive. Yeah, bro, I know, right? We used to go up there all the time, right? We could be there right now. No, seriously, like you know. And I'm just like, okay, I gotta charge my batteries. It's just so much that goes into it, bro. You're just kind of like, oh, I charge my batteries. Let me plug Dude, it in real let quick. Me plug it in. <laughs> let me go to the baseball park up there and park, or let me go down and yeah. So, but you know, also too with the drones, you gotta figure out if you can fly there or not. So it's yeah. like I don't want to take that drive over there and then. I can't even take off right there because sometimes your drone won't even let you take off. So I guess I just got to do it and say, fuck it, right? So I mean, if not, you can always shoot in those little pillars. I can shoot there, but I actually (laughs) want that time lapse of going above the bridge with the cars coming through. Uh, That's so. I'm trying to climb that bridge. Oh, you crazy, bro. Oh, oh, yeah. So when you climb it, let me know. I'll send my drone up there. I got you. Footage for both of us, I'll be in the car ready to go. (laughs) You know, the helicopter coming. I've actually stopped traffic there for a long exposure shot. Dang, bro, that's wild. Pulled up, emergency lights, get my shot, and I took off. Jeez. No cops, no nothing. That's no, crazy, too man. Quick, man. Man, for those listening, passion projects are money, dude. Once a month, once every other month. Like you said, spontaneous trip after a long work day. Just go do it, dude. Like like you mentioned, Devante, there's always going to be things that get in the way of us acting on these ideas. And on the other side of your crazy long trip, on the other side of my San Francisco trip, on the other side of your half marathon, on any adventure we've been on together, to the other side of that, the person that person has become on the other side of these little trips is the person that I have never regretted creating. Like going up to San Francisco for me, dude, it was literally drive out there by myself. I'm not bringing the wife, not bringing the kids. I got to escape. I need some me time. Yeah, Dude, I remember the I went. The next morning, I, I was out on the beach shooting the Golden Gate Bridge, mm-hmm. and I remember just taking it in, man. And it was just just taking a moment, just smell the beach, the the salt, that salt sea water, meat. man. So that, <laughs> dude, there was like a dead sea step over him. I'm good. I'll tag him later on IG. <laughs> but dude, man, the drive back super exhausting, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, dude. I did a round it trip like crazy. that too to yeah. San Francisco. That's a mission, dude. Yeah, I was bad. Never it's again. Never again. again. That's wild, I didn't take man. the scenic route either. I took that big. <laughs> I did the scenic like, route. Oh, dude, yeah, that was your first. Never mistake. again, man. But we need them, right? We need them. Yeah, I mean, to recharge us. I personally love sitting in traffic. That's my me time. Sitting in music, just yeah. And even well, because I'm a driver for my regular job, I'm always scoping for new locations. Mm-hmm. So to me, driving mm-hmm. sitting in traffic is like the best thing for dropping me. pins. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just shot yeah. around the corner of my job the other day. I like the building, so I went to go shoot. Yeah, we saw we we went to a spot recently, me and Devonta, and there's a bunch of spiders. I thought I was gonna die, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot where that is. That's up and up the street, man. Yeah, really dope though. Really, hey, hey, we'll send you the location, bro. Take your sneakers up in there. <laughs> Pretty sure it's gonna be dope. Or you know what? I'm already looking at the shot. He can have his sneakers outside the door hey. and something inside. You get those right? Miles Morales bro, Jordans, right? bro. Whatever his name is, and they already got Black Widows in there, so you're good, bro. (laughs) Bro, I'm trying to get those too, man. Again, it's a pretty penny. Yeah, I know it is. I looked on StockX, and I'm like, but you know, StockX lets you do payment plans, right? 
I didn't even know that, bro, because I'm I'm actually just trying to buy a pair of shoes right now, but they basketball shoes, so they don't even come to the Jordan ones. So the Shacks. They the, they the <laughs> I said the Shacks. Okay, okay. <laughs> They're the PGs, bro. The Allen Iversons. Right. The AI. I AIs. got these K Swisses that I got on. Classic, team. right? Just Man. get some Chucks, dude. Those were the original basketball the, the, shoes. They were, but oh, man, the way. <laughs> Uh, the way that I'm I'm built, bro, I don't think Chucks go last. <laughs> or at least I don't think my feet go last. Crocs. Hey, actually Crocs. I played in Crocs the before Yeezys. in sport mode. They actually not bad. Sport mode. Facts, bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I was crossing people over, bro. Crazy, man. That's funny. I was playing basketball with them on too. See? You can do hey, anything in Crocs, like bro. Two I know, inches higher. I know guys who run marathons in Crocs, bro. Like, cro- like literally, bro, I'm not even going to lie. So I just got a new pair of Vans, right? The same ones, the Classics. I haven't wore, I'm not going to lie, I, I wore like my hokas to work, you know, because those are like my run and walk shoes, but literally, bro, anytime I go out the house now, when I go to Disneyland with my Crocs. wife, whatever, it's Crocs, bro. I literally, like, I feel like, saying that. shaking yeah. his head. Bro. I've never seen any Crocs, bro, man. I've mean, never seen any Crocs. Well, hey, we know that. For everybody listening, Sad's about to try my Crocs on. <laughs> <you know what laughs> I mean? Right? Unlace those vans right now. Yeah. I've never seen me in Crocs, man. Not even easy slides. Hey, nah. Look. He said not even easy slides. You being true, if if Jordan made some Crocs, bro, I know you'd be in them. I know he will. Some Jordan 1 Crocs. Some J1 Crocs. Oh, the high tops. Don't get mids. I hear things about this mids. Don't get mids. There's nothing wrong with mids, man. Buy what you like. Mids is ugly, bro. If you wear mids, I don't trust you. So you mean tell me you don't like the Boston ones? I do like the Boston ones, but I mean I would never wear them because mm-hmm. Miz ain't my style, bro. I don't know it's what they're talking about. People. It is no, it is. I mean, see, I'm 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 a sneakerhead, but that's not the closest like you, thing bro. you'll get to pine greens. Damn, right the, now. Yeah, but the pine greens are highs, baby. So I'm gonna just go with the pine greens. The man. ones or the twos. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna. Who cares about the sneaker <laughs> stuff right here? I got a question for you, bro. Yeah. Dream gig, dream job for photography. What's the client? Who, who you know? What's like the location? Is it somewhere you want to travel? Somewhere crazy location? Awesome big client, big campaign. What is it, bro? I think I want to shoot for obviously Jordans in New York rooftop mm. with my feet hanging somewhere, the top of Times Square. Oh wow, that's dope. That'd be ideal for me on new year's eve hey right oh, up that, on the yeah. up on the ball when it's dropping. i was thinking about 4th of july but <laughs> yeah that's pretty good too that's wild I th- yeah i think that, i think that's what it is you know i've always wanted to shoot something urban street obviously sneaker related but i gotta shoot for michael jordan man if i can get him to post for me up there in the rooftop that'd be great good he luck. said get him the war <laughs> yeah, we could dream bro we yeah, could we dream, right dream hey you're right oh that, you're right you're right or let me shoot Megan Fox. I'm down for that too. Well, you do want to shoot concerts. Yeah. Get Machine Gun Kelly. I was about to say that, right? There you, you go. Know, district shot for Machine Gun Kelly. Really? Well, you ran into him and he got a couple of shots of him <laughs> during the riots. Close enough, you know. I mean, man, I wanted to get out there and shoot during all those riots, but I was like, mm. too sketchy, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, the amount of money we got in these backpacks we're walking dude, around with exactly. is sketchy. I was yeah. just telling my coworker that too. I was like, dude, if I actually just let you hold my A seven three or my seven two hundred, bro, that's almost like fucking six, seven racks right there, bro. You know what's like, funny is that whenever I one of my customers asked me, like, Oh, can I see the images or can I go through them? They're forced to wear the, the wrist strap. Oh yeah. I was like, You have to wear it. Yeah. And like, Oh, why am I you no dude, you don't Smart. understand? It's like five grand right here. Yes. Like you know, and you need to sit down. 
put on your lap. That's yeah. the only way. Otherwise, yeah. nope. Yeah, because I mean, if they drop it, bro, you don't really. I don't know if you have insurance on your stuff, but I do. Okay, good, because I know I don't Smart. have insurance on my stuff, and if they drop it, I don't think they're gonna be willing to pay five grand or six grand for all my setup, right? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like it was accidental. Uh, accidental that six grand out your fucking pocket, bro. Dude, <laughs> right that, now. that actually happened to me. Oh, really? I had really? a client, and I think it was like the first fit they did. I handed it to them, and she dropped it. I kid you, I didn't even want to finish the shoot anymore. But it was my old Canon. Okay. So I was like, yeah. You know, Dude, I, my Nikon, I still have. I dropped it on a shoot. I actually, I didn't. I was definitely responsible. Mm-hmm. I was. It was a fitness shoot, and I hit it. I was walking in between some weights, and I hit it against one of the barbells. And it like busted in at one of the buttons. It's still broken oh, to this day. Oh, that's oh, how it busted. Yeah, but I gave that to my son, so <laughs> he doesn't need he to worry about know. aperture just right. yet. He's only five. <laughs> um, I'll just stay at one point eight. Sab told You're me good. to. <laughs> just make sure you shoot only one eye. Right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'll tell. Hey, do bro, I'll tilt. get. To, I'll do the Photoshop for you. Don't worry. Just be like, like make got sure. You. Make sure you pose it only on one side. Right. <laughs> we only shoot people straight on. <laughs> That's Don't wild. you dare turn, turn your head, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, mean, so you want to shoot? You want to have Michael Jordan up there hanging off the New Year's Eve ball, hanging yeah. his feet over with some Jordans on, with some limited Sab Sab Junior Jordans or something? I don't know what you're doing. And yeah. how iconic would that be? Aspire Jordans, that'd be crazy, right? That'd be wild. That'd be crazy, man. I got some some um, inspired vans that I made. Nice, bro. You gotta show them to me, dude. That's gonna be sick. I mean, dude, honestly, I wouldn't doubt you getting to your goal, man. From again. Back to where we started, bro. It seemed like you didn't hit every goal that you basically said you was going to hit, dude. So in the near future, I'm pretty sure you'll be exactly where you need to be and where you want to be. Because the way I see it, bro, you've created something so dope. You're just like, yo, boom, 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 boom. And you're going. And you've been there. I mean, and you're still there. And I'm pretty sure, like, dude, you're just going to keep climbing out those stairs, bro. I mean, I always look at opportunities like it's a stepping stone, right? But yeah. you've hit those stepping stone. I was about to say that, dude. Yeah. Like, and again, I appreciate appreciate the kind words. But yeah, definitely, I I agree, dude. Baby steps. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, we've been doing this what five, six, seven years. Mm. We're f- eventually gonna hit a break, you know. Yeah. Well, part of it too is like you know, as Devante is talking about your story and stuff. Part of it too is us just recognizing our own progress, right? And giving ourselves props every once in a while, as corny as it is, you know, give ourselves a pat on the back for these little micro movements we're making. Because mm-hmm. every goal is accomplished, like you said, step mm-hmm. at a time, right? Mm-hmm. One step and stone at a time. And we've already done so much individually, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all, based off just the conversations we've had, we're all the type of people who want to see other people win. Mm-hmm. And while we're not doing it to get something in return, what goes around comes around. You get out of life what you put into life. And Definitely. you get out of people what you put into people, right? And this idea of building others up strong is really cool. But we also can't forget that we've done a lot of work for ourselves mm-hmm. too, and be like, "Hey, you know, and, good and for I, me." Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important for us not to delete our first pictures that we post. Oh, I deleted those, bro. I can't do it, dude. <laughs> nah, I like to. I was actually wondering when he was talking about your first post. I was wondering if I'd be able to still scroll down and see. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you can scroll down since. I think I've only cleaned it up once, and that's when I was first started, when I first changed into that alias. Okay. But before that, or after that, everything's still there. Yeah. And I think for me, I like to go back and look at it. It's like, man, this is shit. Like, this this picture sucks. But I like it's a reminder of, like, oh, this is where I was at. How far are you come? Mm. Yeah, like, like look, look at the difference from that to this now. Like, okay, yeah. 
I'm going the right direction. It's so true, dude. Because if it's you look at my first photo, bro, I think it was like some fucking. I think it was like Pedro's coast or some shit that I opened mine up, and then I started shooting those toys, and then from that, that's when I started shooting, came into those meets mm-hmm. and shit, and yeah, dude. So it's so wild that you look back and be like, yeah. yo, well, I was shooting toys. Yeah, now I was shooting people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Never thought about shooting people yeah. a day in my life, bro. But you know, you that's like wild. we always say, YouTube University, dude. You come home, you grind, you watch, and you just you just keep grinding. And mm-hmm. like you said, we've done so much in the last year. It's just like when you look back, you're like, dude, I'm actually this fucking good, you know? And not even to be, you know, because we're all humble in this room, you know? Like, Because oh, yeah. honestly, bro, if you weren't a person that I, like, that I liked, I wouldn't be talking to you. That's just mm-hmm. how I am. Like, I try to surround myself with people who have a goal for themselves, who sees the bigger picture, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and, and you know how, like, I, I would say, that's why a lot of people always like, oh, Vontae, like, Anytime I see you, I see Thomas. Or anytime I see Thomas, I think about you. And the reason why, and I'm pretty sure you're like this with District too, mm-hmm. because District is like your sensei, is because it's like you guys talk about all the raw shit, you know what I'm saying? And not just the, oh, I shot this model or this mm-hmm. and that and this and that. It's like all the good and the bad, you know? And where do we go from here? Exactly. You know, how do we get to there? You know, like, yo, how'd you do that? And everything like that. So, um, completely forgot where we were going, but I mean, it just. The, the, the growth that we've had um, and the help from one another is just, it's just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so surreal. Um, 2022, bro. So, like you said, I can't wait for that 10-year, uh, that decade because uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to start really working now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, start posting. Facts. No, you're, you're right. You're right. And, um, and by the time you start posting, we're going to be in the metaverse. Bro. Right. <laughs> now I got to hop to the metaverse. I'm going to be the last one there, Yeah, man. I just figured out video in real life. Now I got to put right? on VR. Dude, and it's so crazy, right? I mean, nah, man, but, dude, we appreciate you being on the show. Um, we always usually do the last question of what uh, – I can't even think of the last question of um, what is what's something that you want to leave off with to anybody who's leaving, like what's yeah, something Yeah, words of advice. Yeah, words of advice. Huh. Any I got pro one. tips. Words of advice would be create a community, give back to the community and knowledge, but also – inspire other people to be a better better version of themselves i think that's that'd be the best advice i can give you i'm about to take that cut that from this podcast and listen to that damn every day, <laughs> yeah put that on repeat yeah bro facts because that was powerful right there bro real talk like seriously build a community so you not just don't don't just build a community contribute the, to yeah, the community contribute to the right? community yeah. if people want to reach out to you and ask you for knowledge give back it's yeah. like you said, everything you give comes back to you later. Mm-hmm. So That's true. Yeah. And inspire you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. Like like to me personally, like if somebody goes and copies one of my pictures, I don't take offense to it. I love it. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, like that pushed I made I pushed you to try and imitate that image because you thought it was good. And I was like, Okay, cool. And it actually levels me up because like, all right, you wanna go and copy that. So I was like, watch this now. Yeah, and it's a little, you know, a little friendly competition. But yeah. I inspired you to go out there and do it now, so that's the best way. That's like big, it. man. That's a great way to look at it too. That's such a healthy perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, what do they say? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes, yeah. you know, it's yeah. cliche. People hate it. People, you know, I think people say that in the context of people stealing your work. That's mm-hmm. not what you're saying. You're saying I produce something that's good. It literally is encouraging someone else to go out and try something mm-hmm. new. They get some growth for it, and watch what I'm coming with next. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you said, that, that competition piece, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it, it's so cool. Like, 
you think of like elite athletes, you know, as one person gets better, it, it's this constant evolution Kobe up, LeBron. up, up, That's up. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You know? Kobe LeBron Kobe, right Kobe. there. It's so true. Right? Boy, so Kobe, we though. push each other <laughs> to grow because if no one's setting the standard high, we're all, all just right, going to stay Kobe. mediocre. Mm-hmm. Right? Just trash. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And then applaud your peers, man. Yeah, most definitely. Um, especially yeah. when they're winning, let them recognize them for it. Yeah, I feel like nowadays, like when somebody's winning, they they don't say anything. Hmm. I think you need to applaud them, recognize them for it. I think some of that though is also not having the right circle. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, because me and this guy can go back and forth about what we do well, what we don't do well, mm-hmm. and it's not all. It's not always just applause. That's an important part of it, too. Mm-hmm. There's the critique part, too. But, man, I think some people just got to unfollow a lot of people oh, just so they change so their circle. People. Yeah, I unfollow right? so many people. I've cut out a bunch of people that I used to shoot with on a daily basis. It's just, nah, their ego gets gets in the way, and I was like, oh, I'm not about yeah. that. Uh-huh. I'm all about good energy. You got to match my energy and give out good energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're yeah. definitely right about that. Mm-hmm. What about you, T? What's your best advice or advice you would give anybody listening? Man, I'm going to – you inspired me to steal your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea of community. We talked – we were talking about that with T-Rad too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think there is room for us to build community still, even if the L.A. photography scene is not what it used to be and it's yeah. not, you know, all this – the sense of connection, you go out and you don't see anybody. It's still on us. It's our responsibility to create, you know, community. And that means for me that what that would look like is just being, you know, continuing to be open to people that have questions, share what I've learned. Also staying humble and knowing, you know, sometimes I got to ask questions when I don't want to, because that's a part of it too. I think Mm -hmm. building, building community is so important. Um, and it's on us. So I like the idea of build a community, contribute to it. And then that downtime thing's really resonated, man. People, man, take some downtime. Think of like go some get a breaks, journal and journal, bro. <laughs> like write out your goals. I think for me it's you know, where I want to go, it's gonna take a lot of planning and a lot of action. So Yeah. I was like, yo, what was that? I'm like, uh, hey, Garage Man, ain't never did that. <laughs> he looked over like, skirt? Nah. Yeah, what um, about you? Me? I don't know, man. I don't really have one this time around, but I will say that um, I think Sab coming on the show today actually inspired me a lot to really just be goal-oriented. I mean, I am, but I, I think I'm not enough, you know? And, mm. you know, from, again, I probably said this the fourth or fifth time, to actually – no you i'm not gonna say to know what you want but again going back to the you've built something so great mm-hmm. that you started in high school you know and for people who think that you got to start it today and it has to grow overnight i don't think that's true right mm-hmm. because wow. you've been doing this for so long but you're in that so time, old no. not not I'm so old already but you've done it and you've hit every goal you know what i'm saying yeah. and and you wouldn't even think about it like that, right? And you're just like, oh, shit. Like, when you go back, and like, yo, this is crazy. I would just say, hey, if you really love something, um, then then go for it and put it out there. And don't be afraid to let the world see what you love. Mm-hmm. Because everybody loves something, right? And it, there's when you look on social media, 
you know, you can love dogs, you can love, you know, cats, you can love, you know, firefighters or whatever. You can write songs, you can do music. There's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we've gone over this quote a lot. And, you know, I was in this, uh, like, Logic, you know, I listen to Logic. But Alan Watts, right? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I don't know if you heard the incredible true story. Oh, yeah. But at the end of it, Alan Watts is like, you know, um, everybody loves something, right? And when you do it, don't do it for the money in the beginning, right? Because then you're going to lose the passion for it, basically. Do it because you love to do it, and the money will come, right? Mm-hmm. And Everybody that's wants similar a Lambo. To, Everybody yeah. wants a big house. Exactly, yeah. right? And when you think about it, bro, like that's kind of like your story, right? Mm-hmm. You love sneakers. You got signed. You got yeah. money. You started shooting. You got money. And I'm not saying it's about the money, but you did what you loved, mm-hmm. and you made something out of it. So for me... To, to give the advice to somebody out there just do what you love and don't care what nobody thinks about it man like mm-hmm. if that's what you love go for it and I'm pretty sure eventually you know if that's what you want to do and for the rest of your life and make money it will come but just have that goal and, and just do what you love man that's the best feeling right to be able to like you know cause you know me and you like you ask him about his dream job you know my dream job right yeah. But I have to actually apply and do that every day and not really care and just start putting out content mm-hmm. and just saying, you know what? Hopefully one day somebody comes across and say, yo, bro, I got you. Come yeah. on. And then, boom, my dream job. There you go. So yep. just do what you love, man. I man, mean, you're, you're reminding me of a quote. I'm going to butcher it. Totally going to butcher it. But <laughs> basically the point was one action is better than a thousand ideas. And what I'm hearing you say, man, is I need to get to work on this. Excellent. And be consistent and Facts. show up for myself Facts. consistently. Facts. Right. And mm-hmm. before you know it, boom, here you go. Right. This guy comes on, he's a guest. You're you're laying out all these stepping stones of achievement and all of it required action. Yep. You don't get from one to the other without taking one step. That's right? true. And so this idea of thousand ideas is great, but step up. Yeah. You're right. And no. as you say you're that, right. bro, I say that to myself, <laughs> yep. I'm like, I need to step up more myself. Like Mike, Michael Jordan said, you miss all, all the shots you don't take. That's true. Yeah. And you're totally right because I've said that plenty of times when I play basketball. But what did we just text about the other day? Did yep. we not just speak about this? Yep. Literally, bro. We just spoke Timing about this. Timing is weird. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so crazy that we're speaking about this right now yeah. with you because I literally just texted him and said, bro, I take full accountability. And we just had this conversation. And it's so crazy how it came around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Love this podcast, man. This is definitely an episode I'm gonna be listening to. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, this is on fun, a daily, guys. bro. Oh, I, I, I'd love to come back, man. This is fun. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. You know, honestly, do like how many guests have we had? I mean, I don't three, remember. three. But I mean, <laughs> everybody has given us something different, right? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like today you're giving me something. So genuine, you know, last week I told, you know, T-Rad, he was authentic, right? Because, I mean, you're authentic too, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like your mind is is exactly where our minds are too. Mm-hmm. And we talk about a lot of stuff that you that you were telling and spitting game with today. And it was one of those things I'm like, dude, like, dude, Sap just fucking spoke to me, bro. Like, And everybody speaks <laughs> yeah. to me. And he speaks to me too, bro. But you know what you did but, to him, though? You know what you did to him? Yeah, you, should, him. you should I feel mean, good about yeah. this. Because <laughs> you punched him right in the stomach, Exactly. Bro. And you said, boy, you better step up. <laughs> right? So thank you. I appreciate it. Because I yeah. needed some no, reinforcements, so right? <laughs> but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, all it takes is that little inspiration to push yeah. you. To it's get so you true. out of bed and just, all right, dude, I got to get this done. You're right. 
you know, I, I think about that as, you know what, when this shit starts to happen, dude, I'm going to come back to this podcast and be like, you know what, it was that Man. night we had Sab on the sh- mm-hmm. show, and it just completely flipped the script for me. And I realized, like, yo, this is who I need to really be and step up because when you, I mean, we're supposed to end the show, but it's just like, yo, when you think about it, again, that story that you have is just, if you're not putting stuff out mm-hmm. there, like we always say, people don't know who you are, right? Right. And as you continue to grow, people will realize, okay, damn, this is what he does or this is what she does or whoever that person might be. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you, you might take off. You might not, bro. Mm-hmm. But at least people know what you're about and what you stand for, right, and, mm-hmm. and what you like to do. So, yeah, I appreciate you for coming on and punching me in the gut, bro. I really <laughs> Yeah, you jacked him no, up really, tonight, yeah. man. No, thank <laughs> you guys for that opportunity. It's <laughs> like Tyson in right? his prime tonight. Man, I'm like, ah, right? What that? Nah, man. So, um, you know, give the people, you know, where they can find you on Instagram, your clothing brand. Plug all that in, bro. Uh, let's see. So you guys can find me on Instagram. It'll be Sab Shot It. So, Sab underscore Shot It for the brand. I might be changing the name soon, but most likely Inspired.est. Can they follow that, too? Or oh, they can follow it, everything. Nice. I'm only on Instagram. I don't really use anything else, so we're good on that. Okay, well, like you said, follow him on Instagram. Um, we appreciate you for having uh, for you coming on the show, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Real genuine, man. And uh, that wraps up uh, episode 18 okay. or whatever this 18, is, man. I don't know, but, you know, <laughs> just another seven, episode seven. Lose there you go. Lose See, I lose count of episodes. You. you socked him yeah, up so much. Yeah, because you socked me up so up much, the year, oh, right? Oh, oh right. But, hey, I'm we're going to bring you back on yeah. after your full time, bro. Yeah. No, we are. Yeah, bro. I'm down, man. I'm down. We will. Most definitely. We go keep, hey, keep the word, bro. Man. It's coming, Man, Good nah. episode, dude. Thank you so yeah. much for coming. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Again, Creatography Podcast. Later. Later. You got to say later, bro. Oh. Later. I'm just kidding. <laughs>